Howdy from Houston. I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And welcome back to the Reflections and Goals episode. And today we will be talking about the goals part. So Kate, why don't you kick us off with the goals that you have for next year? Yeah, so I've got some non-tangible goals and a couple of tangible goals. Mm. So my non-tangible goals, my first one is to expand energetically and be unapologetically me. This one comes from really admiring a lot of women who are literally just themselves. And I think it's so cool how they don't really care what other people think about them. And this is not to say they are doing this in a rude way or stepping on other people's toes. Right. They're kind, they're generous, they're philanthropic, doing all the things for the right reasons, but doing things in a really big way that feels good to them. So my first example that everyone knows about is Taylor Swift. (laughs) I always think about her when I think about a woman doing something that is just like she's fully in her power, like doing what she's good at, doing it for the right reasons, and doing it from a good place, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, for example, she didn't only record a bunch of amazing albums throughout her whole career, but she went back and re-recorded albums that she didn't feel like were her fully and were produced maybe by someone else. And she went back and she was like, actually, I want it to be done this way, so I'm going to redo that whole album. And then for her concerts, she's changing outfits for almost every song which a lot of people might think is, quote, too much. But I think it's so cool how she wants to show every song in a different way. Right. Not only did she have this amazing concert tour, but now she's making a movie about it, (laughs) which some people might also think is too much. And if I'm being honest, I definitely, when I first heard about especially the movie, I definitely was like... Oh, that's a lot. And then I was like, oh, well, if I think that's a lot, she can do whatever she wants to do. I definitely have some inner reflection to do because she can do whatever she wants. And if she does all of this, quote, too much-ness, I think it's a good thing. Because, yeah, I think sometimes we're told like, oh, don't be like too much. Don't be like too loud or too this and that. But... I think the world needs more of that sometimes, in a, in a good way, of course, because Taylor Swift is still kind, and like I said, she's doing it all for the right reasons, and I want to be more like that. And she's just the biggest example I know that everyone would know about. I do follow a, a few other people on like Instagram, social media, who are very similar, but she's just like the biggest name. Yeah, I think there's this idea that there's general criticism about things like, we'll just use Taylor Swift as a continued example, that those are bad ideas because the general public sees it as, uh, like you said, too much. But just because the general public has this idea that it's, you know, a bad plan doesn't mean it's not who you are, what you really desire to do. And I think we can take that same opinion with like our own lives. You know, I think about both of our decisions to pursue med school. Like I was really scared to tell my family or like my loved ones that I wanted to pursue med school because I thought I was going to get a lot of feedback that it was a quote unquote bad idea. You know, don't 
quit your job. Don't lose your great insurance plan and benefits that you have. Like don't don't mess up your whole life and turn everything upside down and go into debt and all these sorts of things. But just being driven by the passion to do what felt most authentic to me. And of course, maintaining that caveat of like, this is for good and for like benefit. It's not, you know, just pursuing my own desires in like a um, selfish way, I guess, you know, making sure that it's still like centered on um, those good morals, but really being true to who I am versus being true to who the world thinks you should be. True to who you think the world thinks you should be. Oh, really, right, sure. that is. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you though. And for me, the, with this non-tangible goal, one way I'm hoping to make this tangible is by wearing outfits that really express who I mm-hmm. am in that day. Because some days I'm feeling a little more like fun and extroverted and other days I'm feeling a little more cozy vibes. Mm-hmm. And so just wearing what I want to wear that day and not worrying if that's too much, too bold, or if it's not bold enough. So yeah, I definitely admire even like people in our own class that I see show up in like really cute, bold outfits. And I'm like, man, I could never wear that. And I'm like, why not? Like, I think that's cute and I want to wear it. So why don't I do it? You know, and it's just that kind of internal um, embarrassment or like fear of being judged um, that I, I just really admire the boldness and courage of other people to just be themselves in that. And it sounds kind of silly, like it's just clothes. But like we get caught up on that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and to other people, it's just clothes. But for me personally, what I wear definitely has an effect on how I feel about mm-hmm. myself. If I'm wearing something that I really love, it usually makes me feel a lot more confident, mm-hmm. which translates into every area of my life. So basically, wearing my most confident outfits. Great um, idea. Yes. <laughs> Another non-tangible goal is just to step out of my comfort zone, get uncomfortable with conversations, opportunities, do the things I know that would be best in the end, but might feel a little scary at first. So definitely not tangible, but that's just something I want to continue thinking about in 2024. Mm -hmm. For the tangible goals... I want to read six books in their entirety because I love reading, I love learning, and I think this way I will be learning about things that aren't just in med school and I can learn about some of my hobbies and outside of med school interests. And specifically in their entirety because I'm really good at reading books 75% of the way through. Same. (laughs) Especially nonfiction books and being like, well, I kind of got the gist of it, so... Right. On to the next exciting book. Like, you know, the new shiny toy, new shiny book. Mm -hmm. So definitely want to finish those in their entirety. And to some people, six books might not seem like that many. But I want to start with a very doable goal. Right. I would say since starting med school, I, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew we wouldn't have as much free time, right? That's kind of a given. Everybody knows that. But I still thought I would find time to read and explore and learn the things that I'm interested in. And I've definitely done that in other ways, but just going back to reading novels from series that I enjoy and things like that, I just feel like I tell myself I don't have the time and then I don't finish the book. I put it down. I get 10 chapters in. I'm like, oh, I got to study for this exam. 
we're going to think about this later. And then I just get so caught up in reading our textbooks, reading our online resources. And then at the end of the week, I'm so drained from all the reading we've done for school that I just want to take a nap, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I think six books is totally fine. Thank you. Thank you for the validation. <laughs> um, well, because we are learning a ton anyway. And right. so this is just supplemental learning. Mm-hmm. My sister can get through books like that. You know, she's so quick at reading. And we were talking about how many books she's read every month throughout the year. And we were just doing some comparison in the family because we're, you know, a competitive family. <laughs> and I was like, I would I would crush this competition if we counted textbooks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> But point being, you know, find the goals that fit for you and what works for your style. Exactly. And set yourself up for success. And I think I can be successful with six books. I agree. Another tangible goals is I really want to get back into a workout routine with like specific dedicated workouts three days a week, which I know is another, well, for me anyway, this is a pretty easy goal, but if it's an easy goal, it means I can reach it. Mm -hmm. So... That's another thing I want to do because recently I've been counting walking around as working out, which sometimes going for a walk is a workout in my opinion because you're getting outside, you're moving your body, and if you're out there for a while like walking, Mm -hmm. then it can be a workout. But if you're just counting the steps you've accumulated throughout the day as your workout, that's definitely movement, but I've, I've been wanting to dedicate like an actual workout. Mostly for like the discipline piece because I do like having a discipline with my workouts. So yeah, I'm excited to work with that one. Nice. Hannah. Yes, Kate. What are your goals for 2024? Well, when we went into kind of prepping for this episode and then obviously prepping for next year, um, I, I took some time to just kind of step back and think about what I really wanted to focus on next year. And I came up with three things that I wanted to be intentional about and then tried to come up with a goal that could be paired with that intention. So first intention was I wanted to be intentional with my quote unquote state of being. Uh, so I filled a journal this past year and I took some time over Thanksgiving break to read through some of my previous entries from earlier in the year and was able to just see how much I've changed, even though it doesn't really feel like I have. So I've been able to go back and look at some of those experiences that I had back in January, March, July, and and see my reflections at that time on the things that I was going through and the things that I was experiencing. And reflect on how I think I might be a little bit different now or how I would respond differently or how that experience changed my outlook on certain things. And I really just enjoyed having that period of reflection to see how these experiences that we have just in this past year, small or big, really molded me and have changed me. And I don't think I would have realized that or acknowledged that if I hadn't kept a journal all year. So I really enjoyed completing that goal. So I'm going to do that again next year. So my tangible goal to go with being intentional about my state of being is to fill a journal. So that's the first one. Uh, The second one was to be more intentional with my health. Uh, So I love working out. I love getting outside. I love running, lifting weights, whatever it is. And I don't feel like I have um, 
too much of a challenge in, you know, finding time to put that into my week, mostly because if I don't, I feel like I'm going a little crazy. Uh, So that's not so much the challenge, like finding time to work out, but more being disciplined with the pieces of working out that I didn't always consider to be essential or helpful or beneficial, aka stretching. (laughs) I definitely fell off the stretching wagon. Um, You know, I know it was like, I feel like in the in recent years, it's become more of an apparent thing that, you know, fitness influencers and videos that come out are all about make sure you're recovering, make sure you're stretching. Um, but when I was, you know, in high school, we would stretch for like five minutes before soccer practice and call it good or whatever, you know. Um, so stretching has never been deeply integrated into my routines. And I've had seasons where I've been pretty disciplined about getting up in the morning and stretching and using that as also like kind of a meditative time, a peaceful time, just kind of be quiet with my own thoughts. Um, But also beyond that, just taking care of my body and stretching after a long run, stretching after a hard workout and before and just being more intentional about incorporating it into regular health. So my tangible goal to go with being intentional with my health is to daily have a stretching routine so I think I'd like to start that in the mornings I'm going to kind of contemplate how I want it to be structured over this next month of December I might try a few different things out before 2024 officially starts Um, but what I'm looking at right now is I'd like to do daily morning stretching because I already have some pretty good routines in the morning and I think I could just attach it on to some of the things I'm already doing yeah well because it only has to be like five minutes right so just what's another five minutes? Five exactly. Yeah. And it, it's not that bad. And that was, that was the exact mindset I had about having quiet time in the morning. And now like my morning would not be complete if I didn't do quiet time. It's like my morning wouldn't feel right if I didn't make my bed. You know, just right. the little habits that I already have implemented into my life that if I don't do them, my whole day just feels off. So that's why I think I'd like to do it with morning stretching. And that way I just make sure I get it done. I can be disciplined about it. So. Yeah. And I always find that it's, so easy to implement a morning routine or sorry easy to implement a new routine you want to get in into if you just do it in the morning because then you just get up you do it you you're done for the rest of the day rather than going the whole day and like thinking about oh I have to do this oh I have to do this or adding it to your list and just seeing it Mm -hmm. on your list all day and just being like oh I don't want to do that five minutes of stretching (laughs) even though you're gonna sit down and do it and it's gonna feel so good so definitely a fan of the morning but yeah definitely I mean, gotta find what I think that's so true about most tasks you know the earlier you get them done in the day the more time you have to do other things in the afternoon and the evening so even things like homework assignments or I don't know reading a chapter for school like it's nice to just get it done earlier <laughs> so you can have time later um not that I'm great at those but <laughs> yeah but the, the point <laughs> remains me too I am with you but yeah mm-hmm. Try to try. I try to do things early. Yeah, but I also respect like taking a break in the afternoon to go do something, and then you know resetting and coming back to something in the late afternoon or evening. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Definitely fine. <laughs> Whatever works for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but my third one, I wanted to be more intentional with my relationships. I really value my friends and my family, and I just want to make sure that the people in my life know how much I care about them and how important they are to me Um, because it's really easy with med school happening and just 
the day-to-day busyness to neglect relationships that you feel like you have a lot of security in. Um, Like I think about like my siblings, you know, I used to live really close to them before we started school and I saw them more often and we would talk in the afternoons because we were just hanging out together. And now that I don't live in the same city as them, you know, I live several hours away. We only see each other like on holidays. And so I wanted to be more intentional about making sure that people like that in my life, like know that I'm thinking about them and I want to take the time during my days that I have to acknowledge that for them and call them or just have more communication that they see that and that they can see that I'm trying to be intentional about it because it's really easy to get focused on yourself when life gets busy and when life gets hard it's really easy to just look at all the hardships you're going through and be focused on yourself and think this is so hard me 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 and part of making that burden lighter and easier is I think to it sounds kind of counterintuitive but to give of yourself to other people and I think it helps reset your perspective on your purpose in life and acknowledging that like service can be such a lifting feeling for your heart and just really reset everything for you to be just focused on the good side of life you know <laughs> so specifically with my relationships I just really wanted to be intentional with that and the tangible goal that I am attaching to that is to write a letter once a month so I want to send a letter to a friend a family member and I want it to be like a letter like an eight and a half by eleven handwritten letter not just a little thank you card hope you're doing well xoxo Hannah you know I want it to be a nice full-on letter Tell them that I'm thinking about them. Give them a little update on my life. Because um, that's the other thing. I feel like the previous ways where I've been keeping up with friends has been through phone calls, FaceTime. And even those have been harder to schedule or harder to maintain just because, you know, life gets busy. So I think if I can stick to this writing one letter a month, that'll be a way for me to show the people that I love and care about that I'm thinking about them. I really love that goal. And I think you're so right when... You say that when things get hard in life, it really helps to look outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely find that when I'm like having a really tough day and I have volunteering that evening and I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this. Like I have to study, blah, blah, blah. But usually 99% of the time I make myself go anyway. Mm-hmm. And I say I make myself go because at first I don't want to go, like I mentioned, and then I go, and it just turns my, like, honestly, it turns my whole week around because it helps me reframe my perspective of, oh, okay, well, that assignment that I needed to do, it's going to be fine. I'll get it done. The studying I needed to do, it's fine. I can do it tomorrow. Like, it just helps me see things from a higher level. Yeah. And helps me get outside of my own head. Right. So I really love that goal. That's very sweet. Thank you. Because the world is so much bigger than you. You know, it's so much bigger than me. It's so much bigger than each person individually. Right. So being able to see that by, instead of being the focus of the world, being a tool of service to the world, it just turns everything around. Yeah, I agree. Well, those were our goals, reflections and goals, the goals. The goals. (laughs) We 
would love to hear if you have any goals going into 2024. We know this is a little early. There's still some time to think about your goals. So maybe you think it over and then we would love to hear about them. Uh, you can email us at howdyfromhoustonpodcast at gmail.com. And we can't wait to hear some things you're thinking about for 2024. Exactly. We'll catch you on the next episode. See ya.